softest shirts of all They're time. Really soft. These are like one of my favorite shirts. Like I don't know why other t-shirt brands can't be like soft like this. I'm gonna uh, have to sound bite that, and then <laughs> when you open the page on the website, yes. it just says that. Perfect. Uh, yes. Actually, one thing many people don't know is that that the t-shirt blank company that I use is yeah. like one of the largest factories in America and they're like the biggest eco-friendly factory. They have employed, they have like amazing statistics and like what they do is incredible for oh. the environment because like factories are obviously like huge water waste sources and stuff like yeah. that. So mm -hmm. that's excellent. the more you yeah. know. It's What's called the brand called? Um, Bella and Canvas. Okay. And at first, like, when I heard the name, I was like, that's kind of corny, like, whatever. But I'm like, wait, no, actually, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they have the, I want to try to, I mean, this is so nuanced, but I want to try to get, like, different weights they have to see, yeah. like. Yeah. That'll be in the next phase of my life. But anyway, we're talking about you. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, you gave me some fun insight, and I didn't really write that into the notes, but let's just start with um, where'd you grow up and how do you start skating? Oh, yeah. So I actually grew up in Florida. Uh, I was born in Jacksonville, but mostly grew up in outside Orlando in the suburbs, little suburb okay. called Lake Mary. And I learned skateboarding probably sometime towards the end of middle school, but not really like I was just like my brother started first, right? Right. Like, he had like the mini ramps in the driveway and he oh, had wow. those, like cool friends or whatever. And I just always thought it was really interesting. And at some point he let me borrow a board and um yeah, and then I just started riding it around. And I remember like the first time I rode my board, he was like teaching me like how to ride over the cracks on a sidewalk. And he's like, You have to lift up every time you go over a crack. I'm like right. And I still think about that, like, when I'm skating now today, so those tips help. But, yeah, I guess I really didn't get into, so, like, what I didn't tell you before that was I was doing gymnastics for a yes. very, very long time. So I started out, God, I was, like, five years old when I started gymnastics, wow. and I was doing it for about 17 years of my life. Um, I was on the U.S. national team, and I did a lot of traveling nationally, internationally, so my parents, like, forbid skateboarding, like, you are right. not going to break your ankle, so you lose the scholarship. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I didn't get to skate very much when I was in middle school and high school, but then when I got to college, uh, I did, like, towards the end of, like, my gymnastics career, because I... I got a college scholarship, an athletic college scholarship to oh, the city of Washington. Yeah, they had a gymnastics team there, um, <laughs> which was great. Um, and I was really into like music and awesome music scene in Seattle. Mm -hmm. So I accepted um, the scholarship going out there and, you know, went to school all four years, competed with the Huskies gymnastics team. And then like <laughs> towards the end of like, yeah, my undergrad years, I met like a few girls that skated and that's kind of when it was just like, whoa, this is so awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, it was a lot less competitive than gymnastics. It was just like fun, you know, it's still right. like a fun, like challenging activity. And yeah, that's, I think that was like the first like real time when I was like, I feel like I'm a skater now and I've got yeah. this whole gang and our gang was called Bitches on Boards and a Love couple that. of girls. Yeah. They're still like, we're all like really good friends. There's four of them um, that I hang out with. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, like some of them have the tattoos on them, bitches on oh. board. It's really cute. But 
yeah yeah so that's kind of like i guess yeah your origin story <laughs> origin story yeah it was basically college um, i was wondering what your connection to seattle was because i saw that you went there kind of recently and like obviously yes. you're the whole twin peaks thing and all that stuff yeah 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 so yeah that's where my alma mater is i went to school <laughs> out there and i lived in seattle actually for about 10 years before moving to new york city mm-hmm. so i still have like a lot of roots there a lot of uh, friends in Seattle. Um, one of my one of my best friends, Nancy Chang, uh, still lives out there, and she used to be the executive director at Skate Like a Girl. Awesome. So, like Skate Like a Girl, um, yeah, I I used to volunteer for their events um, like back in the very early days when mm-hmm. it was just like a few girls that were running the show. And then Nancy, I still remember the day that she like put the like she was applying for nonprofit status, and she like wow. took a picture of the the nonprofit status like the application going into the mail and now it's like a nonprofit. And that's so, it's so like, cool it's really neat yeah so she's really she grew the organization into like yeah this thing and now there's chapters in different cities and um they even had events out here before mm-hmm. and like one of the first ones i think it was like in 2008 i had volunteered at that one that was actually in park slope there's like a little skate park there on mm-hmm. the fifth that um we had one of our first events there. Yeah, so yeah, kind of a long history with the yeah, skateboarding. That's <laughs> awesome, though. I mean, it's funny because well, what we will get into is that you are also a photographer, and like in my brain, I was waiting for the because po- I honestly don't know that much about you. Like, even though you know we're friends yeah. and we've been like friends through skateboarding, right. like. And I was waiting for the moment where you were going to say, like, and then I picked up the camera and, like, combined those two worlds. And I was like, wait, that didn't happen yet. So. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> I had, like, a, a weird, like, winding, like, not very straight, narrow path to photography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, okay, so it's funny. So, like, an undergrad, I actually was a photo major then. And I did, like, a oh, whole, wow. yeah, like, almost two years of photo. And then I switched my major to English because, like, I was like, well, what am I going to do after school? Like, I need to get, like, a you know, right. practical job. Like, maybe I should. <laughs> and I just wanted yeah. to be done with school. And I was, I don't know, writing papers and reading books it came pretty easy for me. And so I ended up graduating with a degree in English and a minor in photo. Um, so, like, one of the first jobs I had was uh, reporting high school sports scores at the Seattle Times. So I thought I wanted to be in, like, like journalism, working in newspapers or even in broadcast. And it just wasn't for me. Like, I didn't really care about high school baseball and reporting, like, how many RBIs, like, right. did. like <laughs> at the time, it was just like, I just want to, like, I don't know, I want to have fun. So, yeah, so I, like, you know, went from working, I guess, in journalism, traditional journalism, to working in media companies. So I worked at video production companies, and I did marketing out here in New York City for different mm-hmm. tech companies. I worked for Vimeo for a little while doing their marketing. Um, and then also uh, an ad agency. That was like probably my last like normal full-time job, I guess you could say. And I did social media content for them. And at some point they asked me to, um, this whole time I yeah. was doing photography just for fun, you know, as a hobby. Totally. And I would give myself like little assignments. Like whenever I would travel, I would just like, you know, make these like, little travel photo essays after my trips it was just for fun mm-hmm. and um at during this job at the ad agency they they need someone to photograph beauty products and so mm-hmm. i was like oh 
I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I know how to use a camera. And so, um, yeah, so they let me do it and they, they just, you know, they just continued to let me make photos and shoot right. and do these photo shoots. I was like, this is great. Maybe I should actually pursue this. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was like getting burnt out with doing marketing and the long grueling hours of agency oh, work. tell like, me about it. <laughs> so yeah, you know all about it. So at that point I was like, mm. well, I think I'm going to move on. I think I'm going to enroll at FIT, which I did, which is the mm -hmm. Institute of Technology. They had a photo program there. And so, yeah, so I enrolled, um, it was just a certificate program, so it wasn't mm -hmm. as long as getting a bachelor's degree, um, but it allowed me enough, like, of, of formal training with photography, yeah. studio, and dark room, and all that stuff, um, almost like a refresher uh, from, like, where I left off in mm -hmm. undergrad, and so, yeah, so then I was, yeah, once I got that going, then I started just, like, telling people that, hey, I will shoot your project out, right. you know, and, and that was, that's pretty much how it came about. <laughs> yeah. Wait, for when you were doing your undergrad initially, did you, like, just pick photography, or obviously, like, you had interest in it, I'm yeah. assuming, to get to that point? Yeah, I was definitely interested in it before. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, like, my first camera... I guess has in high school, it was just like one of those little point and shoot film cameras, little 35 mm -hmm. millimeter. And I still love using those today. They're super fun. Um, yeah. And yeah, I just, I love photographing my friends. And mm -hmm. I just remember one of my neighbors across the street, she's actually a model now, but we would like play photographer slash model and have right. little photo shoots in our garage. And she would like get dressed up and I would like take her picture. That's you so know. fun. I know. And here we are now. So it's kind of, it's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, I just mm -hmm. it started. I've always like, yeah, obsessed with like, like photos and magazines and I had yeah. subscriptions to all the different fashion magazines. And I just like had these dreams of like, maybe I'll become a fashion photographer someday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I guess I've always loved photos. That's um, awesome. Yeah, growing up. I'm excited. I'm like, okay, good. So now we get to talk about all these other things. I'm learning oh, so yeah. much. <laughs> so obviously, you know, you talked about how you're kind of like various path into skating and how long yeah. that's kind of been in your life. And then obviously you have photography. So the natural question is, how, when did you start kind of combining those two things? Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I guess I started combining those things only in the last few years. Because mm -hmm. um, photo, I was still like, kind of like getting comfortable with shooting in public mm -hmm. spaces and also shooting portraits of people, which was like really right. nerve wracking. You know, you don't know how someone's going to react to the camera. Um, and so I guess it was probably like 2017 is when I really started to photograph skateboarders and like mm -hmm. kind of have the idea that, oh, maybe, maybe I could turn this into a project. Um, so I started doing portraits. Like one of the first portraits I did was with, uh, Cabrina Adams, who's in the mm -hmm. skate kitchen, moved there. Um, and she was so lovely. Like I had met her, let's see, I think I initially met her at Homage skating mm -hmm. indoors it was like freezing too i remember that i was like yeah <laughs> um and then i just like reached out to her on instagram and then asked her if she wanted to do some portraits mm -hmm. sometime and that was that was pretty much it with that um yeah and now i'm photographing her you know just like whenever she's available she's got such mm -hmm. a busy schedule now but yeah um, yeah she's she's amazing because she just has 
wonderful style and just really relaxed presence, really calm, mm-hmm. um, totally. friendly, approachable, all those things. Um, but yeah, so she was, I got really lucky with her because <laughs> like, she's just so easy to photograph and always right. looks good in every single angle. Um, right. Yeah. So like, yeah, once I got comfortable with photographing her and then like photographing other people, mm-hmm. then it kind of led me to continue like, oh, this is really kind of fun. You get to meet people as you're photographing them and you're going into all these different like spaces. Um but yeah, for a long time, I was skating at skate parks and, you know, on the street way, way before I decided right. to like turn the camera on to skaters. So yeah, I think, yeah, probably 2018 is when I really started to be like, all right, I'm going to start creating this body of work. And and not even with that intention. It was more just like, hey, totally. this is really fun. I'm, I'm yeah. at the skate park. I might as well bring my camera. And like, skaters are just, I don't know, skateboarding is so visual. It's such a visual mm-hmm. sport. There are so many... Uh, I mean, there's action, and then there's obviously, like, the fashion of skateboarding, mm-hmm. and then there's the documentary style, um, you're just there to document the culture. Yeah. And so there's a lot of perspectives and ways to look at it, and so, yeah, it's, that's, that's pretty much, does that answer your question? <laughs> that defi- no, definitely answers my question. I think that yeah. you do such a good job, I mean, obviously I think this, but you do such a good job of capturing, like, and we'll kind of get into this, but you do such a good job of capturing, like, the specific, like, New York City energy of skateboarding, and, like, I think, I mean, we'll get, maybe this is the time to get into this <laughs> anyways, but you've been capturing so many, like, portraits, especially during COVID, and I think, like, yeah. it's so, I mean, that's a whole other thing, but <laughs> it's right. so reflective of kind of, like, just this like summer New York energy and like in a way that you know especially with Quell it's like I find it difficult to have that east coast perspective or not have it obviously we have it but like communicate or visualize that and I think like I kind of point to some of the portraits that you're taking because I think it really does capture that Oh, thank you so much. That's like such a huge compliment. Oh my god, no problem. I mean it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it just feels so natural. Like it's Mm -hmm. New York City. Like I don't have to do anything. You go out there to the skate park, Mm -hmm. and everyone is just so cool with being photographed, and they're stylish, and everyone has like their own, you know, creative expression through Mm -hmm. like whatever, maybe there's something written on their skateboard or just the way they carry themselves. There's a confidence about the individual skateboarding in this public space. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I feel really lucky to have access to that. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, it's just, yeah, so the skaters that I meet, like all the different women and the queer skateboarders that I've met in the last two years have just been really open with me. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel yeah. really lucky. I, Helps to have good weather too, because like yes. when I was living in Seattle, I didn't photograph skaters that much. Um, I did photograph some of my friends uh, that were in the bitches on boards crew, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I photographed them a lot. But uh, yeah, just the weather wasn't always as great. Obviously, it rains a lot more in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah. So and then so you're you end up being indoors a lot for skating there. Um, but then summers are really nice. Uh, right. There's something to be said about yeah the environment here in New York City. There's just there's so much texture in the New York City landscape, like on the street, mm-hmm. like super gritty. And then the skate park, each skate park is super different. Like blue yeah. skate park is all like this blue, like 
flat ground with this amazing street course and then you go to like somewhere like the Lower East Side skate mm -hmm. park and that's yeah. just like under, oh under the bridge and there's a train that's like going right over you and that like, is like quintessential graffiti. like <laughs> this is what you think New York looks like yeah exactly yeah so yeah there, I don't know there's just been a growing number of skate parks too in the last few years I feel like they just keep popping up mm -hmm. um, which has made it really fun to photograph like all these different environments. There was one called um, Utica DIY that I mm -hmm. went to a few years back and that was that was really it looked like a jungle. It was basically yeah. just like a basketball court or yeah. It, it was, was like a weird like well yeah I guess it, was, it had like some sort of paved surface but like yeah. clearly it was like a weird plot of land and then like it was yeah. being taken over. Right. It closed it recently this, like, I thought. Yeah, there's like plant overgrowth like everywhere. So it looked like a jungle, like you're skating yeah. through the jungle. Yeah, um, and you had to like climb under the fence. At least yeah. that was what I thought. Or like, yeah, well, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. We yeah. actually, when we um, shot Jamie's uh, cover story, we went there, and there's like a photo in the fourth issue. Obviously, that's the one Jamie's yeah. on. But I oh, took this photo. Yeah, we're climbing under the oh, fence, so and she good. was not having it. Which also, I was just <laughs> about to mention. I was like, why does the um, bitches on boards like sound familiar in my Ooh. mind? But she had the um, SBC, which was obviously a sexy bitch crew. But oh, awesome! Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yes, yes, love this. Um, <laughs> but so more specifically about your photography style, obviously, like you take a lot of portraits. That's kind of what we've been talking about. But I've obviously noticed more and more that you have been getting into doing more like trick and action photography I don't know like yeah, what the right guess, way to say that is but no that sounds right I, I think like I prefer shooting like more portraits and mm -hmm. and more of like the culture of skateboarding and mm -hmm. I like to shoot on film which you know allows me to slow down and kind of like have a conversation yeah. with my subjects and yeah you just feel a little bit more in the moment with that with the the last project I did with Fuji Film, um, mm -hmm. I did use digital cameras for that mainly because I'm capturing action and because they provided the the equipment, right. which was amazing. Um, I did get a grant from them, an equipment grant, and so they gave me a couple cameras and some lenses. So awesome! It's so awesome. Yeah, they're just like, "Hey, here's some stuff. Go make a project." I'm like, "I have a great idea." So, <laughs> So yeah, so I ended up shooting with uh, Liv and Jay and then also Lizzie and Steph um, over mm -hmm. the summer, just capturing them at the skate park, yeah. getting portraits, but then also some action shots too. So it's a, it's a little bit easier, obviously, with digital cameras. You've got like the higher shutter speed and uh, you can use flash and I don't know, it's, it's just a little easier to capture action. Um, whereas with film, yeah, it's just you don't have as much time to like... Right for money to mess up because it's true yeah every time you click the shutter it's there it goes yeah like <laughs> but um yeah I, I like them both now you know yeah um, I think yeah they both have their benefits um but I still yeah I don't know I, I do love shooting this project a lot on film there's there's just like the quality of of an image made on light sensitive materials really mm -hmm. interesting and like the way it captures light. And then of course you get the light leaks and then like the grain of film looks really right. cool. And it, I think that complements skateboarding a lot since it's such a like gritty raw um, 
thing. So yeah, I like them both. (laughs) I completely agree about like the texture of, and like the coloring and the tone of film really does like complement skating a hundred percent. Right, for sure. Like that image we made of Eddie for Quell. Yeah. Yeah. I almost posted it the other day. Oh my God. Yeah. I I was so worried about that because I remember like shooting that on 35 millimeter and then I like, I know, I think the sprocket when I was like rewinding the film, it broke. Mm -hmm. So when I went to pull out the the roll of film, a little bit of light got exposed onto the film. I was like, Mm -hmm. totally ruined this role but then it turned out to be really beautiful yeah that photo was really beautiful got so lucky like it's like there's like it's almost like halo like light leaks all over eddie (laughs) yeah i'll post i'm sure we've posted it at some point so i'll link it in in the show description but yeah obviously if you haven't maybe figured out who i have tapped lana for multitudes of quell related things because obviously i am a fan um well thank you the podcast really is me just like talking to people i just like want to compliment and work with for the rest of my life so i'm like welcome um but um one thing i will say about the photos you were discussing is that some of them are in our issue six which i wanted to mention because that's important and another thing i didn't even mention was that you shot the cover of issue five um which features leo baker and Uh, obviously that wasn't like i didn't you know like set you up to shoot that but um i wanted to ask you questions about that because i know obviously like you provided that for us but how i'm assuming that's kind of like you were kind of right place right time like same sort of thing you're just like interested in portraits at the skate park but I've never really gotten the backstory on it I think oh my gosh um so yeah so the Leo cover that was so amazing by the way (laughs) I'm so happy that the image got featured um yeah that was let's see I shot that gosh was it last year I think it was like a year ago a little over a year ago um mm-hmm. that was actually at the New York um oh you know, mm-hmm. it was it was the event it was there was actually an event and Leo and also Kristen was there yes uh, I think I okay I know exactly what you were talking about and it was with Skate Like yeah. a Girl too the NYCSP yeah, yeah NYCSP mm-hmm. Skate Like a Girl slash Quell it was like a bunch of organizations mm-hmm. that had like provided space for everyone to skate that day at Blue Park. Yes. And so, yeah. So, like, I'm kind of ahead of the job my memory back to that again. I oh. think they also, like, had, like, I think Nike donated, like, a quarter pipe, if I'm ma- not I making that up. You might be right about that. I do the one that's, like, there now that's, like, red. Yes. I think there was a lot of, like, Nike swag there as well. And just, yeah. anyways, it was just, like, a super fun day and there was like tons of skaters there and Mm -hmm. leo was just there like in good spirits and i think we were just like chatting and i asked would you like to get a portrait while you're eating this box of tricks yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah so they were eating a box of like cereal and i just thought that this would make such a funny moment um and we're just having a good time and so it started off with like a box of tricks in the portrait uh and mm. just like sitting there on a, on um one of the like the ramps there yeah and then yeah and then eventually it was like more of a formal portrait mm-hmm. where it was like standing with the board and yeah that that was pretty much it there was really no 
real secret or mystery behind it. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's just like us having a good time at the at Blue Park and getting some photos and yeah, that that is pretty much what made the cover. And like, that is that. That is that, yeah. Well, I love that picture. I really think like out of, you know, I mean, obviously when it comes to like professionals of that level in skateboarding, like people going to the Olympics and massive sponsorships, like there are so many different um like they could be photographed by literally anyone and like in any setting across the entire world and like what I really loved about that photo was that like not only was it like at an event that they were like passionate about it was in their own city that they're living in and like I just thought it was like such a like honest well I don't know if honest is the right word but it's like it was such just like a paired back moment to be like you know and the whole story obviously was about like um, transitioning and like redefining gender and kind of like yep. understanding yourself and like those things like when I saw it I was like oh my god that's we like that's, that's perfect <laughs> yeah like yeah it's all the ingredients for for the cover I feel like it was kind of perfect right um, <laughs> yes and, and yeah Leo is like very easy to photograph um, very open and willing to work with me that day and uh, and I can imagine like how many like gosh people approach them for photos mm-hmm. so it was like re- I don't know I felt really really grateful that I was able to make make the point yeah so yay I'm, I'm <laughs> grateful too <laughs> because yay. I love it I mean I think Thank like you. also it really taught me maybe this goes back to your journalistic <laughs> side but mm-hmm. it, I think that like I obviously this is like you don't go to school and like learn how to run a media company I mean maybe you actually (laughs) go to graphic design school but um so that kind of taught me that you know like sometimes things don't necessarily go the way you've planned and if you like allow yourself the flexibility of the story and like what you can collect in that journey like it might go better than you thought it was gonna be so yeah yeah sometimes yeah you don't plan for the things to happen and just kind of you just kind of have to go where the wind blows yeah. <laughs> right yes. I don't know just like be always be present always be in the moment and always kind of go with the go with your gut and what you're feeling is right for the moment and yeah that's that's how completely it is. well I guess that's a good segue to kind of discuss um some of the events of this year <laughs> because <Okay>. although <laughs> we have obviously had you know this is like the worst year possible um and not to make light of you know every single thing that's happened um at least from a distance it seems like you have been very very busy this year fortunately with all these different uh photo projects which I wanted to kind of talk to you about sure yeah yeah (laughs) I I don't know it's been like it's been obviously a really challenging year and a really awful year for people that have lost loved ones you know to COVID Mm -hmm. Um, the city getting shut down and we're just so like limited in what we can do but it's also like I guess on the flip side has allowed me a lot of time to you know work on personal projects like everybody skate and also like work on my portfolio Mm -hmm. and kind of yeah just sort of have moments to myself a little bit more me time and figuring out like what I want to do what my goals are for the new year and yeah I think it's 
been trying to make the best of it. <laughs> yes. So, I yeah. wanted to also specifically talk to you. I mean, I guess we can go in like almost chronological order of this year, sure. but like you started the pandemic and started like a massive artist relief fund, which I wanted to talk to you about. Because yes. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you that mainly because I wasn't really sure if it was still, I didn't look, so this is me just being a bad um, interviewer, but. No, no. Um, I no didn't... Actually the name did change. So okay. maybe that's why, yeah. So it started off as artist relief and now it's relief market. Okay. Um, but basically, so I work part-time with a, a a local organization in their uh, photo education platform called BKC, and they're based in Bushwick. And then I also am a founding member of a photo collective called Seeing Collective. And we're just a small like artist group here in Brooklyn. We put together a lot of photo exhibitions, um, zines, things like that to you know get the community uh, some education and support. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we decided uh, back in March to launch Relief Market, which is basically a platform um, helping out artists throughout the pandemic and beyond. And it's open submission. Artists can send in their photography, illustrations. Uh, we have paintings as well. Oh, wow. um, and they're able to sell their prints online through the platform. And so, yeah, proceeds would go either back to the artist or a charity of their choice. And so mm-hmm. that's like one of the big initiatives that I've been working on this year throughout the pandemic. And so that's been keeping me super busy since we're getting lots of submissions and also just kind of like managing the website and the marketing and yeah. reaching out to like different uh press and publications to get the word out about Relief Market. Um, But yeah, it's been really amazing. And actually, um, so that site is still live and it's actually a great place to find uh, prints if you're looking for something unique for the holidays. Yes, that is mainly what I was also going to. (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's still there and it's still live. Uh, And I'll I'll share the URL with you after. Yes, perfect. And we It'll had be a, in the uh, description of the, <laughs> the that's podcast. Right, that's right. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, we did have a photo exhibition actually just, just this uh, following weekend. And that was really great because we were all like super nervous about the city getting shutting, yeah. you know, shutting down again because the, the cases, uh, COVID cases were starting to rise. And so we got really lucky. Uh, no one, you know, we still had the the show. Everything was done by appointment, so we had gallery mm-hmm. visits like every hour, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and Sunday, and it was just a really nice thing to do for the community and just like a way to you know yeah. bring people together, even though it's kind of a weird time and everyone has to wear masks. <laughs> yeah. Um, still, like, yeah, it was nice to to get people to come out and like see some work and you know meet each other for the first time. Because some of these artists are from different. Um, places around the world they weren't just from New York City um, oh, wow. we had someone from Israel yeah there was some work submitted from an artist in Scotland and India as well oh, I mean amazing. some of them they couldn't come but like a lot of the the people in like New York City and New Jersey mm-hmm. they were able to to attend and it was the first time that we got to meet so that was super duper cool that is um, awesome yeah, yeah that's awesome I mean, I'm, I am now a proud owner of one of your prints, so I'm, Yay, thank <laughs> I'm you happy. Thank you for your kind support. Oh my God, of course, my, I mean, not that you can see it from this angle, but my whole apartment is kind of like beachy, oceany. Oh, that's right. You get the chill. Swimsuit. Yeah, the so I got this. Print. The swimsuit. Cool. <laughs> but, um, Perfect. Oh my, um, 
<laughs> yes, but I, I really like it. And that is one link you actually should definitely support for to buy people gifts for the holidays. That's like getting a print for someone is such a good present. It totally is. I've bought like a few prints actually from friends through the relief market and they're, yeah, the quality of the prints are really nice too. Cause they're all, they're all printed on fine art paper and they're all printed by hand um, by Justin, who's the founder of BKC. Um, so everything's like handled, like really, you know, artist quality shipped to mm -hmm. you directly to your doorstep. So you don't have to worry about like picking it up from anywhere. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a really nice thing to also support an artist. A hundred, a hundred percent. Um, and so from there, I kind of wanted to talk to you. I mean, we've hinted at the, or you've even mentioned it, but I wanted to talk to you more about everybody's skate, which you kind of more recently started, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> the floor is yours. I mean, it's, it's basically, yeah, what I've been doing, I guess, for the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a documentary photo project and it's highlighting all the women and non-binary skaters here in New York City. Um, the project is mostly like, you can find it on my website, but then also I just started an Instagram, um, which is everybody skate. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was so lucky that handle was available. Yeah. <laughs> so, because at first I named this project They Skate and I couldn't find the handle. It, it just wasn't available. Um, and then like after giving it some thought, I was like, well, everybody's skate. I don't know. It feels more inclusive. Um, right. You know, something about it feels more inclusive and friendly and open. And so, and yeah, so I changed the name to Everybody Skate. So now it's Everybody Skate. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's basically uh, just highlighting our community and celebrating the community and You'll find pictures there, like lots of portraits, lots of black and white portraits, color pictures of of all the people that you probably know <laughs> skating in New York City. Um, yeah, yeah. There's um, yeah some pictures from events, but then also just some portraits as well, and some photos of tricks and things like that. So I'm just trying to mix it up. <laughs> I think it's like I mean we just were discussing this obviously, but I think it's such. I'm looking at it right now. It's such. Oh, cool like a good representation of New York like once again it's so it's so fun and like I do obviously know some of these people but it's like yeah it's just so nice it makes me feel sad in a way because I'm like I want to be doing this right now yes, in a safe way where you can just run and see all your friends but totally yeah at least you can see them online and like yeah I've got to I've got to like start posting more because like I have so many photos like just like tons and you know I, I need to go and like just start curating this feed more and posting more um but yeah it's been like it's been awesome um it's uh it's just been awesome to meet so many different people yeah. through this project and uh I even met this this man who is he's like I think he's like in his late 50s and he skates, um, he also is an ice skater. Uh, oh, wow. So that, that was really interesting. I'm like, yeah. I'm post a picture of him as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, his name's Reggie, and I shot him on, uh, like, a 6 by 7 format. Um, wow. On a medium format camera. Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, he was really loving. But that was really interesting to also see, like, just, like, 
obviously there's a lot of diversity at the skate parks and starting to mm -hmm. grow, but then also the ages, like there's yeah. all ages now. Like I'm seeing, like I met a skater that was like in his sixties recently. Wow. Yeah. Cooper park. And then there's Reggie in his fifties. So it's like, wow. I mean, that, that's great. There are really no barriers. People are skating like late until, you know, fifties, sixties. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's really inspiring. You know, like I always thought, I like, yeah, like, when I, I remember when I was in my 20s, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting so old now. I can't skate anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, and now I think about that. I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so I mean, your body can only take so much physically, but I think, I mean, that's one reason why I picked up a camera and I'm photographing more because it is hard on your body, but you yeah. can still, you know, be around the environment and participate in a way, whether you're there to cheer on someone, photograph them. Or if you just want to roll around and like not hurt yourself, you can do that too. Just get some soft wheels yes. <laughs> and just roll. Like, yeah. So I actually have like two decks. I have one deck that has soft wheels when I'm feeling that I just want to roll and like not like bang myself up. And then like, yes. it has the hard wheels when I'm feeling like extra like adventurous and want to actually do tricks. <laughs> but, I'm uh, actually teaching my dad how to skateboard. So I oh, fully oh. understand the... Uh, yeah. That's the great. hard wheel soft wheel conversation we have a lot together him and yes. I yeah so. definitely invest in a pair of soft wheels <laughs> yes if you're feeling that you need to like take care of your body and you still want to just like cruise that's like the best because it just rolls so smoothly over rough surfaces a hundred percent yeah it's great <laughs> um so what have you not shot yet that you are interested in kind of capturing oh my god that is such a good question and I, <laughs> I haven't even given that that much thought like in the yeah i have not because i'm just like so in the moment right now with right. skateboarders and just documentary i guess what have I, not shot? I think i want to shoot it's kind of interesting i was doing a lot of still life during pandemic because mm -hmm. for obvious reasons i was just like stuck indoors and right um shooting like some tabletop still life was actually really fun and like sort of meditative and i feel right. like i would like to do maybe more of that here that's um, super interesting yeah that and then also like just like shooting more in public space and not necessarily it doesn't have to be skateboarders you just be like a man on the street or whatever or mm -hmm. a guy that works at the bodega like that's been really interesting for me and it's also really challenging because like if you don't know people in a certain community um they don't necessarily like being photographed like right. I, yeah i'm asian american and i have some background like my parents are thai mm -hmm. uh, my mom uh came from chinese uh her parents were from china southern china but i still have like some like a little bit like it's hard for me to go shoot in chinatown sometimes because like, right. they, they just don't like being photographed which i get because it's it's very touristy and there are always tourists down there being like, yeah. photographing them. Um, but that's, yeah, I mean, that's like when you have to like learn to reach out to people, build relationships with them, maybe not photograph them when you first right. meet with them, just, just have a conversation. And then, you know, then they'll eventually open up to you if they trust you, you kind of got to earn their trust. But mm -hmm. I think that's like always, always a good challenge for any photographer and i think that's yeah maybe something i'll work on more in the new year is like shooting in these other public spaces that i'm not as comfortable mm -hmm. with um 
And uh, yeah, because skating is, is very natural for me since I've skated right. for so long and I'm, I'm very familiar with our community, but like going into other communities, yeah, that could be a good challenge. Um, I think there's something super important that you touched on, which is the aspect of like not necessarily going into that um, public space with the intention of necessarily coming out with the photograph but like building this relationship and like making people feel comfortable i think like yeah. that does also like translate into like you know the skate park and stuff like that and i think Absolutely. that that's like such a beautiful kind of way to approach things and people yeah, yeah definitely yeah just in life <laughs> yeah. for sure yeah i think it's it's a beautiful way to to approach things and yeah you don't want to just like go into a place and just take a photo and then leave you kind of want to you know build a relationship and, and show that there's like a a real interest there you know 100 percent. so yeah that's that's kind of like how i like to practice um when i'm working and documenting a community so well, our usual last question is what advice would you give to someone who wants to start skating? But I think that I want to ask you what advice would you want to give to someone who wants to start photography? <laughs> Good question. Oh, gosh. I guess um, some advice would be uh, you don't necessarily need to go to school, but you do i think it is it is nice to have some sort of formal training whether it's like a workshop that you can take mm -hmm. or even watching youtube tutorials just to get yourself you know familiar with the how to use equipment and you know lighting and things like that read books um also just yeah just like experiment have fun with it mm -hmm. uh challenge yourself photograph the streets photograph people give yourself little assignments like I used to do um, whenever I'd go on my travels, I'd like, I'd shoot a bunch for fun and then I'd come back and figure out how to sequence the images um, mm -hmm. and make, you know, maybe make like a zine or something out of it or just give yourself a little project or assignment. And yeah, I think at that point you just kind of will figure out like what area of photo that you're drawn to and, and just like take it from there. Just have fun with mm -hmm. it. <laughs> I love, I, yeah, I think I picked up photography quote unquote, <laughs> but um, I bought a pretty cheap camera off of Depop actually and like looked at the model to make sure, you know, it was like autofocus and all that yeah. easy good stuff. And yeah. I've been shooting film for the first time and I think like just to your point, like, I mean, I've been doing it mainly for like well reasons and taking our like merch shots at this point. So I don't have right. to like involve a lot of people during COVID, but right. it's, it's such a fun, it's such a fun thing to do and like obviously it gets really personal because you can kind of take the lens and turn it into what you want it to be oh totally yeah it's great like it's like i mean that's the other thing you have to remember like there's so many photographers photographing skateboarding but then like everyone has their own vision and their own 100%. you know approach to way they the way they're doing it and so yeah that's awesome that you got you got a camera on your shooting now. Oh, I can't wait to get more stuff. <laughs> It'll, I'll, I'll send you some, <laughs> some things. But, um, yeah, well, thank you. Um, well, thank you for coming on Well Party. Where can yes. people find you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. oh yeah, you can find me um, on Instagram. I post a lot of updates there of my work. Um, so, like, Everybody Skate, that's the Instagram where I post all of the of my skate project there. Mm. 
And then my personal Instagram is just my last name, which is a Pisuk. I know it's really hard to, to spell and also- It'll be the episode title, so. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So, but one one easy way to remember a Pisuk, a Pisuk is just like, think of Pisuk and the H at the end is silent. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, yeah, I know that's kind of confusing too. But anyways, yeah, so yeah. I'm on Instagram and then I also have a website. You guys can find me at juanaapisuk.com. Um, or you can just like message me. Yeah. And if you ever, yeah, want to hang out, just, yeah. <laughs> just hit the message. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Slide into my DMs. Slide in. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Qual Party. If you like the podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen, rate us five stars, leave a review, and share with a friend. You can find anything Quell on quellsgate.com or on all socials at quellsgate. We'll be back every other week with a brand new guest, so stay tuned. And as always, thanks for joining the party.